Hello and welcome into another episode of Stacking Dubs. This is your host, Chris Chin, and the stacking continues once again. Warriors on a three-game win streak continue to put wins together, defeat the Toronto Raptors in Toronto 120 to 105, improving our record to 32 and 27 on the season. Warriors have won 13 of their past 16 and eight straight on the road. I wasn't sure if I was going to mess this one up for everybody. If you heard the last podcast, well, I'm conflicted because the Warriors were 4-0 in games that I forgot to or wasn't able to wear a Warriors shirt. I put one on yesterday, realizing that, well, I'm setting myself up for disaster here if they lost that game because I would never be able to wear Warriors again. But the squad had my back, guys. We we got the win. I can continue to wear Warriors gear forever in a crunch maybe i'll have to take it off and see how it goes but the jinx and the curse is no longer a thing warriors in this one wow had some issues coming out of new york on wednesday i'm sorry excuse me on thursday flying supposedly around midnight into toronto the flight ended up de- ended up not departing until 5 a.m team didn't get into the hotel by until 8 a.m. in the morning with a game that same day. Sounded like they woke up and had breakfast around 3 p.m. Game ended up starting, what was it, 7.30 on the East Coast. But man, I can only imagine the sleep schedule and the, the lethargy coming out. And the Warriors did show a bit of fatigue coming out. They're, they had a tough time waking up. But throughout the game, the game, as they woke, they showed effort. They showed fight. They showed tenacity and they showed resilience. It was a performance, particularly in the second half, that Coach Dehi would have been very proud of. And this team has played very inspired, passionate, connected, and just a team that really wants to win and, and seems like they're playing for something even bigger than just basketball. And I just, I love to see it. It's something that you saw in the early days when the Warriors were a young, hungry team without the resume that they have now. In early season, we didn't really see as much fight, but you know what? It's here, and I think it's here to stay, guys. This team can make a deep run into the playoffs, given the talent they have. Sure, yes, we could add a little bit more wing talent, but all that being said, the the brand of basketball and the energy and effort with which they're playing can take any team deep into the playoffs, particularly a team with Steph Curry on the roster. Well, in this one, it was a little jumbled out the gate. Pajemski was out with a bruised knee, which put Clay Thompson back into the starting lineup. Pajemski on the bench. Well, first game, I think we've seen him in street clothes. And I just want to comment on the, the nice drip he had hanging from his neck. A nice big old BP jeweled out. I don't know if it was diamond or what, but... Glad to see the guy with a little bit of swagger. And I know he's very uh, straight edge at times, personality-wise. So it's very nice to see a little bit of drift coming off of him. Anyways, Clay started this one. Rotations were a bit out of whack, right? With Clay no longer coming off the bench and Pods out, Wiggins out, Moody starting again. Everything was just different rotations, different combinations of players. Seemed a little bit of a struggle to, to wake up and also get adjusted to these rotations. Clay started the first half scoreless. Only had three shots in that first half. But fortunately, even though the Raptors came out hot, 
and the Warriors were struggling to run with the Raptors early. Moody only went awake to start the game, had the Warriors first seven points, and basically kept us in the game heading into kind of the mid-first quarter with our first substitutions. Moody, player of the game tonight, had a team-high 32 minutes played, was also a team-high plus 17. Second straight night, he led the team in plus-minus, had 17 points, five rebounds, two sorry, two steals and two blocks, making an impact on the defensive end. Great hustle all around. Really did a lot of the in-between intangibles that we've grown to see him have and play with that energy throughout the entire season, which is why we've always been clamoring. And by we, I mean me and many of the other uh, Warriors analysts on social media. We've been clamoring for Mo Moody minutes. Moody, let's go, baby. Getting those minutes. He must play more. Even if it costs Wiggins a little bit of maybe a few minutes here or there, if that keeps Wiggins a little fresher, if and when he returns, Moody, Wiggins, if Moody can play maybe 15 minutes a game, get Wiggins down to like that high 20s. Now both are a better version of themselves. Both good offensive players, both above average shooters. Gun to my head, I actually think Moody's a better shooter than Wiggins. Just the release, the way it looks. Moody's only 35% on the season and his career from three, but... The way it looks, I swear, he he could shoot closer to 40%, which is with consistent minutes, just kind of getting in rhythm and settled into the game. It's hard to shoot when you're only playing a couple minutes every week or two, and you just never really get into that flow. So I think, gun to my head again, I think Moody a little bit better, maybe even overall around offensively than Wiggins, since Wiggins doesn't finish very well at the rim this year. Obviously, Wiggins a much better defender, a uh, better athlete. Not saying Moody's better than Wiggins, but my point is that Wiggins doesn't need all of those minutes at the three. We can get some more Moody in there um, and just really try to pair the two of them with the right lineups. And Moody seems to be playing very well with the starters. And that is a very important development because we're always looking for people to coexist with Steph and Dre on the court. Well, I think we're seeing the Moody cycle, guys. It's another year of... Moody's starting the season well. Then he seems to be benched for no apparent reason. <laughs> Plays very low sporadic minutes for most of the December, January time. Then all of a sudden, for some reason, he's getting minutes again and plays phenomenal. Plays great. And by the time the playoffs roll around, he becomes a, a getting a decent chunk of rotational minutes in the playoffs when we need him most. And well, you always look back and say, well, he should have just been developing and playing this entire time. So hopefully we started with a few months to go here and Moody will continue to get consistent minutes. Whenever Wiggins comes back, Moody must continue to play. Which leads me into my next thought with Moody developing and honestly, Jonathan Kaminga just continuing to break out. Is the two timeline talk back on? Yes, Jordan Poole leaving was the key to that. James Wiseman was also potentially one of the keys to that. Once they left, we we took down our hubris just a bit and said, okay, let's stop with this two timeline thing. But when you're looking at a Moody, more so you're looking at Kaminga, Pajemski, TJD, these young guys, I'm optimistic for the future. And that's not to say our, our core three guys don't still have it in them for a few more years, but the, these guys are emerging, they're improving, and they're really showing that they can make an impact already at the ages of, what, gosh, 21, 22. Some of them are 19, 8, 20. I don't know. I'm throwing numbers out. But between 19 and 22 years old, 
those are some of our key rotational players. With Kaminga, every bucket has been impressive. It's been forceful. He had 24 points in this one, another six rebounds, which has become his average. And he really took over in that third quarter. When the dubs, the game was getting a little close or just things were in need, Warriors were in need of a bucket, it seemed we could turn to Kaminga to get us something going towards the hoop. Most importantly, find an easy bucket. Not that anything's easy about <laughs> getting into the lane and elevating over one or two guys and dunking it. But man, Kaminga, every bucket is a highlight. It is really impressive. Just the athleticism and the force he plays with. In that third quarter, he really took over uh, amidst a Dubs 32 to 19 quarter. Uh, he had one highlight dunk all over Jacob Pirtle. And man, I just know if I was still a teenager <laughs> and had posters on my wall, I would definitely have a Jonathan Kaminga poster on my wall. Maybe it may be a split screen poster with like four of his just monstrous dunks over people. This guy just elevates and has a highlight dunk or two a game. It's really impressive. Even most impressive for me is how he finishes through contact. When he gets fouled, the the rate at which he finishes these difficult and ones is really impressive to me. And that's a testament to his strength his body control, and just his touch around the hoop. Really good touch finishing with either hand, especially with his left, his offhand. Where does he rank in terms of top athletes in the NBA? Athletes, I'm talking like explosiveness, speed, strength, size, body control. I mean, I know I I watch primarily Warriors, but I'd be hard-pressed to, to think of anyone, especially the younger players that, is just truly a better all-around athlete, especially as a, a wing or a power forward than Kaminga. I would have to have him in my top five athletes in the NBA to be to be conservative. You can argue. I'd love I'd love to hear who you guys think is a better athlete. Feel free to jump jump on Twitter at Stacking Dubs. Du- excuse me, at Stacking Dubs, not Dugs. <laughs> Stacking Dubs. Let me know who you think is a better athlete. Um, but my point is, imagine Jonathan Kaminga's ceiling if that jump shot comes around. He's already proven he can shoot 37, 38% from threes. Yes, they're a little just wide open at this point. But if that becomes his average on threes and he just continues to develop that mid-range shot, uh, we might be talking about a potential superstar coming up in our future. I know I'm drinking the Kaminga Kool-Aid, but gosh, I just I just I want to see it. I it can happen. I see the potential. Oh, man, is it time to buy a Jonathan Kaminga jersey, guys? Oh, man, I think it's just I'm going to roll with the momentum. I was going to wait until we got his extension. But I think the fact that we weren't even putting him on the trade table uh, around the deadline means that we are going to to extend him. Maybe it's time to buy a Kaminga jersey, guys. I'll keep you posted. The big three in this one. Curry, Dre, Clay. Solid games all around. Curry, 25 points with seven threes. Side note, congratulations. The Currys are expecting a new baby coming soon. Uh, fourth fourth child added to the family. Well, we'll see. I, I would guess that with two uh, older daughters and the youngest son, Cannon, they're hoping for another boy, kind of even their ratio out, knowing that Steph had a brother himself. I would guess that that was part of the motivation. Um, but Steph played great feel for the game. Obviously, everyone was exhausted and gassed in this one, but he knew when to be aggressive. He knew when we needed a bucket from him. 
it helped that he was shooting well because in a game with tired legs, you need to be able to just knock down some threes and get some easy low energy buckets. Um, but I thought all in all, he played with great energy, especially on the back end of a tough travel day. Dre, all intents and purposes, didn't score great, but everything else very well done. 13 rebounds, five assists, and then just his standard steal and two blocks. Just all around orchestrating everything. Dre, another very solid game. Dre's really towed the line well with his behavior, both on and off the court. I think Steve Kerr's done a good job kind of helping Draymond understand, hey, it's okay. We want you to, we want you to still argue with the refs within reason. We want you to get fired up. You can trash talk a little bit, kind of just, you know, raise the intensity of the game. It felt like tonight would have been a good night just for a little Dre trash talk, but I think Dre really likes it in uh, all those Canadians in Toronto. He he made a comment after the game about how well he's treated uh, in Toronto. Uh, you know, there's good stadiums, there's bad stadiums, but felt he was treated very well. So maybe that reined him in. But I say all those things because there's a line to toe. And if you can get right up against the edge of that line and create energy in a positive way for yourself from the trash talk uh, and get energy into this team, that's what we need. And Dre's done a great job balancing that lately. Uh, Clay, well, we talked about first half scoreless, only got up three shots in the first half. Seemed like he forgot how to be a starter, even though it's only been six games. But I, I thought coming out of the half that he might come off the bench and back into that role just because he's been you know, fitting very well there and his aggression was very good with that second unit. But to his credit, he started the second half and he had a very good bounce back. That second half, he had 14 points with four threes. So a great second half, uh, quietly, I might add. Had six rebounds in this game as well. I still would like him to return to that six-man role. I would assume that that's the plan. We were just so shorthanded on the wing that it made more sense to have Clay in the starting lineup. Didn't really work for the starters, but again, it worked in the second half. So Clay, good bounce back. Nice to see that. Keeps you in a flow, keeps you confident. Uh, Chris Paul said after the game that Clay's, Clay's kind of attitude, his emotions are really the heartbeat of this team in a way that, you know, the team really feeds off of Clay's energy. So when Clay's feeling it, the whole team's feeling good. And that's a big, big boost to the dubs. This game was interesting because the Raptors led, they lead the NBA in fast break points. And we all know that the Warriors transition defense is one of the worst in the NBA. So especially coming off a, a tired, fatigue travel, you would think that that would be a, a huge problem, which it was. To start early in the game, the Raptors had, gosh, maybe like 10 uh, fast break points. Steve Kirk calling two timeouts in the first five minutes of the game. But then they really settled in. Sure, they surrendered 24 fast break points in the game, which is above even the Raptors average, but it tightened up late in the game. Warriors, it didn't, it wasn't as big a problem uh, the way it felt within the game with the fast break points. So they got back when they needed a lot of hustle, uh, a lot of uh, chase. Uh, J Draymond Green had a nice chase down block. GP2 had a couple of really good hustle plays getting back. Um, so it could have been worse. And obviously it was good enough for the win. So all in all, very, very inspiring win, guys. I just love to see the effort. Uh, you it would have been very easy to let up, but this team, we're not built like that. We're, we're built to be a competitive, tough, tenacious team. Chris Paul even said it after the game saying we had you know, pretty much any excuse we wanted in this game, uh, but we have a lot of resilient guys and we could have found every excuse in the book to not win this game, but we're not built like that. 
That's right. It's championship DNA. Chris Paul, even though you don't have any championships yet, you will get there. You know what it is to be a winner. <laughs> but going forward, this team, we need to bring that same energy, that same passion, that will to win because it gets tough. We got to go to Boston tomorrow morning against the Celtics, who are on a 10-game winning streak, the longest in the NBA this season. They are in first place in the East by, I believe, like nine games, and they're at home. And I'm going to assume that there's no Andrew Wiggins to guard, which are is maybe the best combination of, of wings in Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. No disrespect to the Clippers. But Wiggins has been a key defender on Tatum and Brown. We will see how we defend them. It's going to be Moody. It's going to be Kaminga. We like to put Draymond on Jalen Brown. Just sit on their left hand, on their right hand, force them left, guys. That seems to work. And we'll see if the Celtics decide to ever step up and get out of that drop coverage with their bigs against Steph Curry because Curry just lights them up. I hope to see the same. Maybe we'll get another little 43-point performance from Steph Curry like in game four a couple years ago. Maybe throw on the purple shoes, do a little dance, have a little fun, win a four-game road trip against the best team in the NBA, and then head home for the Bucks coming to town after that. The world is in front of us, guys. It's in our hands. Get a cup, get a, even just get a split here with the Celtics and the Bucks. And this team is believing. I'm believing. I'm loving this combination of our veteran IQ, veterans with good IQ experience and leadership on that note cp3 good game tonight 13 points four rebounds five assists couple steals and one really bad camera shot where i didn't even realize chris paul is balding the, <laughs> the top of his skull there that little back he's got a pretty decent bald patch there i know he's getting old and he doesn't have too many grays but it's it's spreading and you could see that down the road he's gonna have that little uh the fryer tuck where he's kind of like that bald spot with a little uh hair around the trim there but as he ages i look forward to seeing it he's going to be a good version of a kind of that uncle drew looking uh baller at uh when he's 60 but that being said i love the experience that 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 our veterans bring coupled with the effort the energy from our young players and i'll include gary payton the second in that energy group because between pajemski kaminga tjd who had nine points um and then Moody as well. Like that, they bring energy, they bring hustle. Oh, I have to mention Lester Quinones. Great game again, plus 13. Really put some big, big minutes together in the middle of this game when we needed it and it was close. And you could just tell we needed some fresh legs. Really stepped up tonight. He has been a revelation on the minutes that Corey Joseph was potentially getting, the minutes that Chris Paul was missing. And it's to be able to get a guy like Quinones who can knock down shots. He can rebound a bit at his size. He can just bring energy. It seems like it's coming together, guys. This, it's a good combination. I've said it before. We've got the pieces. We just have to play them right. And we have to play them hard. Well, I will talk to you guys on Monday after hopefully a huge and the biggest win of the season at Boston. Until next time, this has been your host, Christian. Peace, love, and stacking dubs. <laughs>